Welcome to the Million Dollar Mortgage Experience Podcast. Listen in as CEO John Maddox of Fund Loans reveals tips, secrets, and origination ideas to fill your pipeline with million-dollar opportunities. Hello, welcome to the podcast. I am John Maddox. I'm here with the legendary Todd Duncan, the master at sales training. How you doing, man? Hey, good, John. It's good to be with you guys on this podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so we were talking about you know how, how to originate, but you know the jumbo loans, I think I remember back when I was a, a, a early early on in my career, when I was an originator, I always wanted to do jumbo loans. I always like looked at you know the programs and I'd see up to five million. I, I would, you know, I'd kind of get this feeling in my in my soul, like I, I really want to do that. Obviously it's money driven, right? You know, you do one four million dollar loan and you're making, you know, your basis points on that, you're you're doing well. So um, you know, at that point in my career, I was early on, you know, I was, I was learning a lot. I was learning about sales, but, you know, I think, you know, I had some good kind of, you know, DNA, I guess, in sales uh, ability. But, but you know, some people, I think out there, some listeners might be like, well, you know, I don't know if I can do a jumbo loan. I don't know. You know I'm really good at doing, you know, a lot of conventional loans, refis, things like that. But how do I break into doing loans that are, you know, 800,000, a million, two million? Like, is that, does someone um, who, you know, who, who doesn't have that natural skill set to, to hang out with rich people or to, you know, to get those kind of loans? Like, is that something you can learn? Is that, or is that someone in someone's DNA? Or do you think there's, there's actually skills that we can take on to, to, to get into that market? So I, you know, I think it's a, it's a really, um, it's an interesting question, right? Because it has to do with defining where you are and where you feel you can go. Right. And I think what, from my perspective is in having seen literally, you know, um, hundreds of thousands of loan originators, um, want to get better, that there is a natural proclivity to doubting that you can be something that you're not unless you feel competent and confident right. to become that. So the, the question to ask is, you know, not am I born to be a great salesperson or am I born to do jumbo loans? The question is, what about doing jumbo loans excites you? Mm-hmm. And, and is it a natural play on the strengths you already have? You could be trained as a physician right. and you could be a general practitioner for five or six or seven years. And you could be looking at a couple buddies that are brain surgeons. Mm-hmm. And the, the analogy is exactly the same. So what about being a brain surgeon would motivate you enough to leave being a general practitioner and do the work? and learn what's necessary and then go through the drills and do the practice so that you could become a brain surgeon. Jumbo loan financing is only different from conforming loan financing and that you have more numbers and you have more complexity. And so from my vantage point, you know, we are all born to be something. And if you're in the loan business, you better feel good about building relationships. You better feel good about understanding numbers. When you get into jumbo territory, you can learn how to read tax returns and get deep in some of the complexities that go along with high net worth individuals. That's just learning. And anybody can make a decision to learn. So if I have an innate joy that comes out of being in the loan business and I want to attack a market, mm-hmm. all I have to do is know that market. It's no different than if I'm doing conventional loans and I want to attack VA. Right. Um, I just need to know a little bit about VA right. so that I can attack that market. But if I don't know anything about VA 
I'm going to stay where I'm comfortable. Sure. So I think that's kind of, you know, in, in a... Take, I think, yeah, patience is probably key there, learning. You're not going to just instantly be someone doing jumbo loans, right? I think in our, in our uh, mortgage minute episode, you said that uh, it just takes one person. So if you can have the patience to learn about, you know, the jumbo business, and then you can also go find one client that's a jumbo client, then that could be the starting point. The the uh, I guess the fodder or the you know the um, the ability to start well, doing. So if I'm not confident in doing jumbo loans, um, there's a point in time where I'm going to attempt it, yeah. and that outcome is either going to produce a level of of comfortability and confidence or not. Right. Right. And the first one is going to be uglier than the second one, you know, and the third one is probably going to be better than the first one. But at the end of the day, what I need to do is I need to get really good at at delivering what I know I know. Mm -hmm. And I cannot deliver solid advice at a high net worth level unless I start to learn what that really looks like. And I do not, should not, and I would advise do not try to do a jumbo loan without at least thinking in advance, what are the main ingredients that I either need somebody to help me with yeah. or I need to know? Cause let's touch on that real quick. So like maybe a CPA, like if you, if you know a CPA, you can sit down with them for an hour, buy them lunch, learn about tax returns a little bit, learn about what kind of, you know, what drive a lot of these jumbo loans are self-employed people, right? They're, they're, uh, they can't, they can't get a, a regular loan at a bank because their, their income is, yeah, their income's being, is written yeah. off. But you know, maybe is that, is that a good uh, ingredient? like sit with somebody who would know stuff like that or you can even learn on YouTube right there's there's um, first of all the, the 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 commitment that one has to make is whatever it is I need to make the commitment to learn grow and get better so once that right. commitment is made um, I can get on-demand access to doing anything great um, I'm sure. a cyclist and there's stuff on my bike that I'll, I'll be in my garage and I'll hit a YouTube video just like that yep. and I'll learn how to do this or to learn how to do that in three minutes or five minutes you cannot learn how to do a jump alone in three to five minutes, but you can learn from what's out there. So who do I know? Who do I know? Mm -hmm. Who knows what I need to know? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's the question that has to be asked. Point, yeah. yeah, and then it could be lunch. It could be a. Uh, it could be a, an afternoon. It could be a day. I could buy. I could buy you for a day, mm-hmm. and you could download on me. Um, you, you, I think the, the the one thing that that I think a lot of people miss is the opportunity to plug into the ecosystems that are natural entryways or gateways to those markets. So if I have a high net worth financial planner mm-hmm. and I have a relationship with that person that's kind of budding, I'm going to learn not only a lot about asset management, I'm going to learn a lot about debt management and I'm right. going to learn a lot about those clients. So it's about starting and it's about deciding, you know, where, where do I get plugged in and, you know, CPAs that deal with self-employed people and business owners is a very, very good place to plug and play. And you can sit down with a, you know, an active CPA that's got two or 300 business owners and, you know, help me understand business ownership. Help me understand. And I think if you go and approach that without, you know, you don't want to go and say, hey, I want all your clients. You go and say, hey, I want to learn about your clients. I want to learn about what, you know, what you do. You don't want to come out, you know, come right at them thinking that you're asking for their business. And then, you know what I mean? Like You can't. In fact, the, the, the worst way or they'll, they'll yeah. yeah. Yeah, the worst thing you can do, and, and so we go back to kind of the idea that that let's take one loan for example, and let's say that that you have one jumbo borrower, right? Mm-hmm. That borrower is plugged into a business advisor, 
probably a CPA who's a tax advisor, probably a wealth manager, you know, probably maybe a couple brokers, mm -hmm. um, maybe insurance uh, person. And, and, and that, that is the ecosystem that, that I want to plug into. I mean, I know a CPA um, that, uh, that has 1,250 business clients. Wow. And if I'm, a, if I'm a broker and I'm specializing in jumbo loans, and those jumbo loans are eight, eight times out of 10 with you know, self-employed borrowers and or high net worth borrowers, um, that's the kind of people I want to I want to talk with, and I don't want to talk to get. I want to talk to learn. And if I talk to learn and I add value through my learning to others, then that reciprocates. Right. And that's that law of reciprocation that kicks into gear. You can't wake up and say, "Who do I know who can give me what I need?" That's the biggest way to fail. Yeah, huge. And I love that you use the the uh, brain surgeon analogy because yeah. that takes freaking patience. Like to get to become a brain surgeon, you've got to you. It's you're not going to just wake up the next day and be a brain surgeon. You got to read. You got to learn. You got to you know talk to other brain surgeons. You got to go to school. You got so it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take a little time. So I think what what people get discouraged with is like, you know, oh, man, I just can't get jumbo loans because that person turned me away, or I'm just afraid. I don't know how to approach them. But what was the the phrase you use to learn? Use that phrase. It was it was to learn instead of to learn. get. Well, you have to you have to make a commitment to learn, grow, and get better. But you have to learn to give instead of. Like think, meet with them to learn, or what was I forget what? Well, was. you you meet you meet instead with them get. to learn. Right. You don't meet with them to get. Yes. Like and there's that. there's there's this ancient scripture that says the generous man will prosper. He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. My spirit is I have to be a learner and I have to be a giver. If yeah. I'm a learner and I'm a giver, then I get. Right. But if my motive is to get. And I don't do the other. It creates the opposite. Right. So I think that, you know, the, the thing that's interesting that that I think everybody's got to listen to is this idea that that nothing that's hard is easy or nothing that's worth value. You said nothing that's hard. is No, easy. but listen, nothing that's hard is easy. If it's hard to do. Yeah. It's hard to learn. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. And, and so people need to understand there's no, it's, it's like when I was learning to, to, to fly private planes, um, you know, taking off is the easy part. Sure. The, the hardest part of flying a private plane it's is landing. landing. <laughs> and the only That's thing scary. that matters, the only thing that matters <laughs> is, that is landing. Land. Yeah. Right. And you land successfully. Right. And I have to tell you that I think I finally, I finally got landing probably on my 65th attempt. Wow. I mean, I got it in my log books because I was just freaking out because I was landing hard. I was landing long. I was, you know, having to go around. I was, you know, left, right. I was crabbing this way. But but you have to learn it. If you're going to fly, you have to learn. Like if you're going to golf, you have to learn how to drive the ball. You have to learn anything that you want to do that is hard is never going to be easy. Right. There's my no dad. Shortcut. There's no elevator. There's no gets. shortcut. There's no fast track. Right. And I think what ends up happening is, is too many people do not have a, um, a positive interpretation about the journey. You know, they think that, that, that failure is failure and failure is not failure. Failure is like the greatest ingredient for success. Right. And you ask anybody who is uber successful, you ask any jumbo loan client, that's a jumbo loan client. They've crashed and burned a whole bunch. Oh yeah. But the key is, okay, that's going to happen. <clears throat> Every jumbo loan you do, you're going to learn. Right. The key is just don't make the same mistake twice. 
And if you do that and that's your approach, then, you know, you can, I bet you anybody listening to this podcast in 12 months from today could be one of the best jumbo brokers in the world. Yep. If they spend an hour a day. Yep. An hour a day. You, you made a comment earlier, John. You don't, you don't, you don't get good in a day, right. but you do get good daily. Yes, that's that's true. It's a daily commitment. And, and Earl Nightingale said years ago, one of the early motivators, probably 1940s, 1950s, he said, if you study your trade for an hour a day, within three years, you'll be in the top percent of your trade. Wow. So any anybody listening to this broadcast, three yeah. years from today, could be one of the top jumbo brokers in America. That's awesome. It's a huge. I think idea. it just takes dedication. It takes you know the the, the desire. You gotta you gotta want it. You gotta you gotta like the journey, like you said. You gotta you gotta enjoy that process of learning. And um, it's we live in an incredible time. I mean, yeah. right? Like yeah. you you can learn piano. You can learn another language on YouTube, like for free. Like this stuff used to be expensive. You know, to find a private tutor or something. That was that was, not anyone could do it. You had to be rich to be able to go do all. That. I mean, now anyone can go to YouTube and just learn whatever it is they want, and including jumbo lending. There's there's all kinds of stuff. So I, I'm encouraged, and I agree with you that anyone, you know, if they start doing an hour a day you're going to be great at some point. I was with my dad last night. My dad's 91 years old and uh, he retired, retired from medicine uh, when he was 64, 65 years old. And he was telling me a story last night. He said, he said, I would have never been a good doctor if it were not for the fact I could practice on dead people. And I said, what do you mean by that? He said, the greatest learning curve ever was in the cadaver room. And it was the practice it was the the analytics it was looking at it was understanding it was with the safety that you're not gonna kill them i'm not gonna kill them they're already <laughs> dead yeah they're already dead i was and watching I, the olympics and the guys were doing flips into a swimming pool the, the training yeah. of the olympics and these guys are doing flips into landing in the pool right because they know they're gonna die if they don't if they land on yeah on, on if they don't practice it that's um good but but the point was all it takes is practice right Anybody can get good at anything as long as they practice. And to your point, they have patience and they have an attitude. They they have an attitude that like learning to land, it was never uh, if I was ever going to learn to land. It was just a matter of when. When I learned how to snowboard, you knew you were going to land at some point. At some point, I was going to get this. Yeah. And most people give up. The self, like you knew, you didn't have to. It wasn't even an option to fail. Like you knew you were gonna, you, you were gonna well, fail. No, there was way, an option to fail, but, but not permanently fail. Right. Right. But that's the attitude. Yeah. Because so many people that do not achieve their dreams do not interpret failure as like the most impo- the most positive force right. in their success journey. Right. And and I got to tell you, man. I mean, why you have a thing called simulators when you mm-hmm. become a pilot? Mm-hmm. Is because it yeah, is the practice. It's the it's the the flight or flight similarity of the cadaver room. You you know I can practice there and yeah. know that even though it's very real, I'm not yeah. going to die. Yeah. And then I take it out and then I practice it and it's less likely. To that's be, really cool. People need to understand that. And that's applicable. You could uh, go into your your LOS. You could put in you know a, a, a fake loan. Yeah. Scenarios, yeah. You put in a five million dollar loan. Yeah. You could you could put in their income. You yeah. could do you could practice. You know so you know what to kind of expect. You know DTIs are going to be. You know, you know you, I mean there's all kinds of ways you can practice. Yeah. You can practice on your friends. You know you could yeah. Um, practice with it. each other. Yeah. 
You got a couple of brokers in your office? Yeah. You should role play, you know, the, the high net worth individual interview for an hour yeah. a day. You know, you guys would be great. That's awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about your upcoming um, mastery event. So yeah. you're going to, um, in October, and this is, you, you have a million students to date now. Yep. It's amazing. Fascinating. Yeah. So um, do you, uh, tell us a little bit about kind of what to expect at that, this event. Coming. Yeah. So we're in our 26th year doing sales mastery and uh, it is uh, the longest running self-improvement event in the mortgage history ever and it's only because of people like your clients brokers that want to learn grow and get better and so we're uh, we're gonna be four days in San Diego the 10th of October through the 13th the Marriott Marquis this year is themed game changers and the reason why we themed it that way is because the game is changing I mean we have a, a tremendous kind of movement that is happening in the mortgage world. It's, uh, there's a massive movement in trust and distrust. Mm-hmm. There is a massive movement in AI and technology. Right. There is a massive movement happening with 75 million um, millennials who have a different buying strategy. In the old days, it was like referral first, data second, and now millennials are data first, relationship second. I heard uh IBM Watson is now doing mortgages. Well, they're they're trying to. AI, yeah. They're trying to. And uh, you know, I was listening to a Salesforce guy a couple of weeks ago, and and boy, if you had listened to everything he said, um, you would have been scared to death that you even had a future. Well, and then at the end of his speech, he said, "Everything I talked about is probably still fifty or sixty years away from happening." And so I think that there's a there's a unrealistic fear around AI and, yeah. and what it really can do and not do. In fact, the um, the cover article of Fortune magazine in July, right now, the you know the, the last month we were in, the whole thing was about the original Watson, Thomas Watson, who is the founder of IBM, wow. having an engineer that created a um, program that allowed him as a human to play chess with an IBM computer. Okay, and it was just amazing. And what the article said is that all we have is these seasons, and sometimes the seasons overheat, and people get freaked out and they get paranoid. And sometimes they're very real, real seasons of growth. But you look at all this technology, and you look at everything that's out there. And, and the interesting thing about technology is we want people in the mortgage business to realize that in the highest price transaction of anybody's life, you cannot automate trust. Yeah. You cannot automate human connection. You can't automate what we have right now in eye contact. There's no computer that you can see the soul behind, you know, the, the eyes and, you know, handshakes and chemistry and, and trust. None of that stuff can be automated. Now, what you can do is you can use technology and automation to amplify, right. amplify Scale. the human experience. Yeah. <clears throat> so mastery this year, we've got, um, we've got four days where we're going to be talking about be the change you want to see. Yes. It's built on two premises. One of the premises is that nothing changes until something changes. And so we want originators, brokers, people today to realize you got to be the change you want. Otherwise you're going to get absolutely slaughtered. Like, do we remember uh, travel agents? Right. 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 Not anymore. No. But there are, there are specialty travel agents. Yeah. That, that really know their stuff. And, but it's different now. Well, and it's, I mean, changing. Listen, Airbnb is the largest hotel in the world (laughs) without a brand building. Interesting. Okay. Uber is the largest transport company 
but it didn't put taxis out of business. Right. It made it difficult. Sure. But Yellow Cap is still around. It's still around. You just got to decide what level of transportation you want. Right. And so that stuff is very real. Mm-hmm. But what what we see in the mortgage space is because of the price of buying a home, because of the value of debt in financing real estate, there isn't a point in time where IBM Watson or any other type of AI is going to say, here's your deal. Right. And shake hands and you know, stick your fingerprint on my screen and we're going to fund your loan. Right. Now, we can fund a loan in eight days today. Mm-hmm. We can do it fast. Yep. But we can't do it without trust. Yep. And we can't do it without connection. So mastery is about that. The second core belief is that one thing can change everything. And talk about your, you know, your broker network. If, if they could take one strategy away and it could be their brand new B2C strategy and they realize that for every loan that they funded, there could be four more fundings and they executed on that strategy. You look at any broker you serve mm-hmm. and if you could forex their production, that could change everybody's life that, in a way that's definitely. unbelievable. And we're going to spend a whole day on B2C, that's a whole day on, on how do I take my business as a broker and how do I go direct to the consumer in a low cost high referral, mm-hmm. high conversion model. That's cool. And so what are the changes you want to have happen? And, you know, if one thing could change everything, three things could radically change everything. Yeah. I think there's a lot of people out there looking for ways to increase their sales you know, ability, also to increase their business, of course, with all the refis going away. Um, people need to take some time and invest in, them, in themselves. And I think this, I've never been to one. I've seen you, though, at like the countrywide ones back yeah. in the day. Wow. Um, and, you know, I've seen, I, I know it's, it's amazing, uh, the skills and all the things that you teach and that's why you're growing and that's why we have a million you know students now uh it, it's you guys you know whoever's listening to this podcast I, I definitely would recommend you know showing up to one of your your events and uh, i'm looking forward to being there is there anything you should be can, you're like 20 minutes away right, right? <laughs> is there anything we can do to um to to like put like a, a link or something on our yeah, so, so why don't we do this? Why don't we, for your brokers, okay. why don't we um, offer a $250 discount off the nice. $995, so we'll take it down to $745. Okay. And then through your link, if any of your brokers register, we'll give them a $200 upgrade to the digital pass. And what that means, John, is any broker that registers through your link will then have all the material for mastery, the videos, the digital, the downloads, the PowerPoints, all that forever awesome to guarantee a higher level of implementation okay and the third thing we'll do is if they register um when they do and they get confirmation they'll also get a link to a brand new five-part video series i've done it's called the five steps to unlock your potential the reason why we created this and it's only for people this year mm-hmm. who signed for master you cannot get it anywhere okay. else i want to make sure that everybody arrives at mastery with the mindset to win in 2019. So we'll do those three things for awesome for fun. All right, if you're listening, uh, definitely click on this link that John T is gonna put on there. Thanks, John T. (laughs) Well, this has been awesome, Todd. Thanks for coming coming in and dropping by. This is great. Awesome. Uh, Well, uh, we'll see you next time on the next podcast, guys. And thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mortgage Minutes, plural. (laughs) Plural. See you next time, bye. 
Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you guys are looking for more content like this, we have a Fun Loans YouTube channel where we give away more tips, secrets, and origination ideas. You can also email us at info at funloans.com. And if you've made it this far, I think it's safe to say you like our content. So please subscribe, share, and send us your scenarios. Let's fund loans together.